0: Special.
1: <laughs> I really
2: like that sound effect. I feel like if I specialize in anything, it's a ghoul sound effect.
0: Yeah. Look at this. They're
2: beautiful, isn't it? Look at this. We spent a long time That's doing sweet. this. You know, we've actually spent. We all out. Pretty I'm much all just day. This my
0: best fancy dress.
2: That's going to make a fuckery on the. Uh... Oh, got it. Oh, is. I tried to say not, not one swear word during this whole podcast. <laughs> i already. We're not even a minute in. Already messed up. Um, no, but we, we spent the whole day doing this. Uh, I hope you guys appreciate it. Um, basically, um, we went to uh, Poundland and just went all out. Yeah. Um, so we've done like a good job. These candles, I think, are the best buy. Um, Don't forget the little spiders. Yeah, yeah, they're lovely. And I also spent some time on the uh, makeshift pod art, making it look, look a bit more Halloween like. So, uh, yeah. that was a quick run for our costumes, Scott. I am. Um, uh, an x-ray. It's a shame that the uh, listeners can't see this, but yeah, Scott is an x-ray. It's like a bin bag with an x-ray on, but it's nice. It's authentic. I like it. Yeah.
0: If you want to see what we look like, then check out our Instagram.
2: Oh, yeah, you can. Uh... We should do like a little, um, like a professional picture. Professional picture. Maybe we himself, will. Certainly. Maybe we will. Maybe we shall. Uh, yeah, but my costume is a surgeon. Uh, got it for, for one pound. I think it's pretty good. Um, From fake blood. I put fake blood on the, this bit, which wasn't the best idea. And he's actually going to die. I'm probably going to get so Fake some blood's blood going to become infection. real blood. Um Have I got red blood on my lips? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I've done it now. There's no going back. Oh, oh, no, I forgot. What did you forget? Oh, I forgot. Oh, damn it. Alex. Oh, I'm trying not to swear. Go and get my. Uh, my okay, yeah, that's right. I don't need one. I had fangs, but they're not great. Oh, I wonder who you are. I'm a spooky x-ray now. Oh, okay. I wonder how this sounds on the audio. It probably doesn't sound great. It sounds really echoey to me. I'm going to see how long I
0: can go with it for.
2: Before everyone gets annoyed.
0: Before I get annoyed. Um, So how this is going to go then? I
2: I just tried using Face ID. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to (laughs) happen. Maybe. Oh, hang on. Do you think you could reset your Face ID? using the mask <laughs> I need this to get into did my phone try it
0: oh, that's long ok I'm sorry uh, right so how this podcast is going to go everyone me and Dan have two stories each and we're going to read them out uh huh Dan would you like to present us with the first story please
2: sure um, this is courtesy of a um website called Pasta. just quickly um, we made it I know it's a spooky Halloween podcast but just we did a queen video
0: Dan and, did a um, queen video
2: yeah I did a queen video and it's uh, nearly on 1,000 views. Got so lot, lots of exposure. Um, so I just want to say cheers to that with our microphones.
0: Cheers to our first probably 1,000 view video. Yeah,
2: and hate as well. And new yeah, subscribers. Cheers to that, yeah. Love it. The start of something new, one must say. But here we go. The creepy story. I, I just tried using Face ID as well. <laughs> Rich people problems. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so this one, like I say, is, is courtesy of Creepy Um, And for this, I'm going to take my mask off. Um, so it's barely two seconds our sight. I'm just
0: kidding Ugh. the mood. Why don't you know? Oh,
2: It's not kidding the mood at all. It's uh, unveiling my true identity. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this was called the harp.
1: <laughs> called the what, sorry? The harp. the harp. The harp.
2: As in the instrument. Oh, I'm guessing so. It might have another meaning throughout the podcast, but we'll see. Okay. Right. So, there is an angel perched on my bedside. It whispers a name all too faint. The word has been cruel to me. More cruel of oh, the world, not the word, yeah, a bit the world. Confused. The world yeah. has been cruel to me, more cruel than I could ever imagine. Now, I doubt what it really means to imagine. I'm not sure if this is a, is a rhyme. Weeks. No, it's not. Okay, sorry. Now, honestly, I doubt what it really means to imagine. I've been seeing the angel for a few weeks. Ooh. The first time I saw it, I was more frightened than I'd ever been in my life. I woke up to its whisper. It was a rough, and scathing noise that penetrated my body through my ears and out through my soul. I dared not to open my eyes as I had the certain feeling that I was being watched. Soon enough though, my eyes were wide open and I saw it. So what? Well, I didn't believe my sight. I couldn't have. It was the only visible. It was only visible as the moonlight shone through my windows and revealed the thing. It sat perched, <laughs> naked, <laughs> on my bedside. <laughs> With a certain comfort. <laughs> it was actually a paedophile who got in my... Sorry, sorry. Uh, it it,
1: comfortably <laughs> sat naked?
2: Yeah, he's comfortable... Who is this guy? He's, he's, he's coming to this person. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. I'm guessing a girl. Yeah. Um, and he sat perched, naked, on the bedside. Um, oh, we've got a description. Okay, go. It was a thin and pale creature.
0: Oh, uh... Mm. Sounds like me. <laughs>
2: <coughs> its arms were folded over its chest and its tal- taloned feet. If anyone could tell us what taloned means. It's like claws. Oh, you know. Okay. Were planted to my bed in a manner very similar to a bird sitting in its cage. Yeah. So you know how like parrots have yeah, like yeah, the little yeah. bit that's what Ooh. talons are. Mm. Its head was turned toward me. So in the moonlight I could see its face. Its face was hideous. Oh its yeah. Its features seemed as if they could have been drilled into its pale canvas. It's definitely me. Yeah, definitely me. Save for its eyes and mouth.
0: Oh, it must have been a heavy night.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, its eyes were large and without pupils. Oh. So um, while his mouth was in the formation of a long, and expressionless frown, expressionless frown that extended from the sides of its face. I saw a glimpse of the creature's jagged teeth when it spoke
0: no.
2: Its mouth opened ever so slightly when it spoke Yeah, Hence... I, I did <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <dear>. Six figures <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, uh, oh, Its mouth opened ever so slightly when it spoke and its name gasped from between its teeth as if it were its last breath It spoke a name that bore itself into my mind even though it couldn't be heard. I feared it for weeks. I would wait for its appearance each night and it would always appear when it was the least convenient for myself. One night, I stopped eagerly awaiting the creature's return and it showed me something in my sleep. It gave me the whole world for an instance. I saw a boy born, a soldier die A young pup picking the bones of its own mother. A woman on a noose. Is that a loose?
0: No, a noose.
2: What's a noose?
0: Like a rope around. I
2: thought that was a loose. It's a noose. Okay, a noose. Uh, And ungodly things that I could never dare recall. But I remember. I will never forget. (laughs) But it was only in the end of our vision that it showed me truth. (laughs) Truth. I walked naked along the desert sands... I walked near. both and naked. Nearer. Yeah, they are love both naked. Life. Like the holy hands. Is this be... a love story or a horror story? Sure. I'm pretty sure it's a... um but we'll see. Cool, look, keep going, keep I up. walked naked along the desert sands. I walked nearer and nearer to it. And its name became more and more clear as it whispered. That's when I saw its halo. And I saw my own. The angel sat on a cactus overlooking the desert. On a cactus? That's... Pretty... Painful, to ask me. Get a prickly bum. Yeah. Anyway. It enfolded its arms to reveal a pair of great wings. Wings of bone with a thin flap of pale flesh (laughs) connecting the angel's arms to the sides of its torso. (sighs) It raised one wing and slowly crept its other claw to its wing. Wow. The angel's claws screeched on the bones of its wing to create a horrid sound. The sound blared through the desert and the painful noise brought me to my knees. As it played its wing, the group of pale buzzards gathered above the angel. Not the buzzards! The buzzards. They circled into a halo and hovered mere meters above its head. The screeching sound brought me to fall into the burning sand. I looked into the sky as a group of buzzards began circling around my body. The noise woke me up soon after, and the angel had left. Every night it came to me, Every night I heard the same name. I don't fear it. Not anymore. I don't think I can fear anymore. It's just too late. I knew that the illness that put me in my bed would soon kill me. My body had degraded to a point of no return. I was to die in that bed.
0: That's just you on the weekend.
2: Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't anything massive. And in my helplessness, I could no longer move my arms or legs. The medication they had put me on made sure that I felt no earthly pain now my body's pain didn't matter my life was over and i could do nothing that is all the pain i would ever need in this state i could do nothing but wait for the angel oh god wondering if it may be its last visit oh god it appeared in the moonlight again as it always had it whispered while it raised its wing it used its claw to play on its wing the music that played through its body was the most beautiful sound i've ever heard now i lie here in my bed having heard the angel's harp, and I feel my last breath slipping from my soul. I look at the angel for the last time. I see its beauty in its sharp teeth and empty eyes. I hear the beauty of its screeching melody. I hear the beauty of its name whispered in my final moment. That was shit. That's it. It's fake. It's obviously not true. Oh, no. I thought I they were, oh, I no. thought there were uh, non-fiction. Oh, no. Oh. No. I mean, that was a. Uh,
0: well, that was a nice way to ease us in. I mean, sure.
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't scared. It, but was,
0: it wasn't really a horror. It, it seems a lot more, deeper than. Well, it was like get, this, this, get this. thing was
2: trying to kill her. I'm, I'm guessing it's a her. Yeah. Because um, she's a pussy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm joking. Joking.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: It was all. Yeah. It was. It was okay. The harp. I'd give it a four out of ten, though. Yeah, I've heard I'll, I'll, I'll uh, bet that. Yeah,
0: that's a twenty percent on Roman tomatoes.
2: Yeah, not even
0: twenty percent. Ten. Yeah. Fifteen. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah. Do you like Halloween? I love Halloween. I feel like Halloween is. Um, I don't, I'm not. I don't know why I'm lying. I hate Halloween. Right. Um, <laughs> but first, you love
0: horror movies and you love, love spooky it.
2: stuff. Yeah, 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 I love horror movies and stuff like that. But I think when people think of Halloween. They think of like going out and doing stuff. And like, right. there's a party ice inside during don't the week. Like...
0: That's the first time I dropped my phone. Damn, damn, damn. It's fun.
2: All right. Look at the back. Fine. Oh, it's fun. Brav. Scott just got a new 10X And and. Um, it's fun. It's, uh, yeah. Has he got a crack? No. Oh my god.
0: You're more worried than me. Sure. Yeah.
2: Um Okay cool uh yeah no halloween everyone goes out or at least tries to go out and it just never happens to me i never do anything for it or yeah, i've never done anything for
0: way. it yeah i feel like yeah when it when it comes to partying at halloween yeah nothing ever happened
2: well you went out the weekend that most people do halloween stuff
0: oh yeah it wasn't like a halloween themed thing though it was a birthday thing that happened to be near halloween
2: yeah that's true but uh...
0: it was quite funny though watching people in the club and like. Zombie... Oh, so they makeup. were in the club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But where Halloween... I'm going to take Yeah, thing. I think um. you should. Oh, my God. Where Halloween was well, in the middle of the week, mm. you've got these people that are like, do we go out as Yeah, like a, this is why I say it's, it's odd. And it's like, right, so... Okay, look. I say, we put our best vampire costumes on. Yeah. We go out. Yeah. And you know what? If no one else... He's dressed up, yeah. Then that's fine. We'll do the same again next week. Well,
2: that's the sort of attitude you should have.
0: Um, but I've never done then, it. I've done so it's it this weird, like, some people dress you know, looking all sharp. Others are like, got his zombie makeup on, plodding around the club. I'm surprised <laughs> so they're allowed funny. in with that.
2: You know, you could do that any other day of the year.
0: That's what when when Halloween's on a Wednesday. That's just what. Happens.
2: So you get two weekends of partying mm. Halloween like, yeah. Well, that's quite interesting to me. Yeah,
0: um, I just need to reset the camera.
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll speak about my Halloween experience. Um, We've—I've never personally done anything for Halloween. Oh, oh, is this—is this a new cover art for the Halloween? Oh, look at this! As you can see, there are lots of webs and uh, and bats and a big makeshift pot art, but it's a, it's actually orange. Um, and it's, the top right, there's a nice spider. So. Uh, this is, a, like I said, a Halloween-themed one. Um, if you're listening, you probably can't see this. But, uh, yeah, we, we spent a lot of effort on that. And, um, anyway, I'll go back to me talking about my uh, Halloween experience. So um, I've gone trick-or-treating probably once in my whole life. I find the whole thing awkward. I find the whole thing just a uh, massive fuckery. Um, and I don't think I'll ever go trick-or-treating again unless it's with my kids because apparently now they're putting edible marijuana in lots of sweets for kids. Um I'm not sure if this is just a US thing or if this is just a UK thing. Um but that's something that um I don't think I'm up for. So uh yeah, probably going to avoid sugar treating um in this day and age. You never know what you're going to be getting in your little in your little bucket. Um, but yeah, I've never done anything for Halloween, never, never dress up, never do anything like that. Never even carve a bloody pumpkin. I don't carve a pumpkin because I don't feel like I'm going to get any use out of it. You've Have never you... carved a pumpkin? I mean, I've carved a pumpkin.
0: Wait, exactly, don't lie to the but audience. But I don't do it then.
2: every single year. I've done it maybe twice oh, in my yeah. whole life.
0: That'd be silly to do it every single
2: year. This is my 21st... No, my 20th costume must make such a Yeah, racket. so just fucking sit still.
1: <laughs> i getting caught on the chair. Oh,
2: my God. Right. God. It's time for
0: my story. Right,
2: hit me with your story.
0: Uh, I'm gonna no, mask back I got this story from Reddit. It's supposedly a true story, which is uh, pretty, pretty spooky. Is it called Dear David? No.
2: No. If you've never heard of Dear David...
0: I have never heard of That G- shit
2: is a fucking horror G- story I might David. get that thread up Whilst you're looking
0: Well you've only got One more story mate Yeah
2: why well, This is I don't know if I actually have A solid other story Okay I don't want to Like take it from Netflix But uh... It's from
0: user NDRW17 Okay Hit me with the best ready? shot I'm ready I'm Dude I am it's a true story oh, I'm ready. It's called Someone on the other side Of the door I hate doors Disclaimer, this is a true story. happened to me in high school. So it's American. Can
2: you do it in your uh, American...? No. Okay.
0: Never mind. It was my senior year of high school. I'd finally made some good friends and used to clog up my parents' landline and just stand outside the phone, talking away. We had a ranch-style house with a fairly long driveway, and across the street from my house, and the whole block, was one giant field. There was a mansion that a local doctor owned far back in the field, this is just you know trying to set the scene yeah yeah yeah. but more or less if you stood on the driveway to my house looking across the street there's nothing but empty field as far as you can see okay at the end of the driveway was our mailbox which stood next to only the only street light on the block one night i was standing at the end of my driveway talking on the phone to a friend and my mother kept popping her head out the front door complaining for me to get off the phone and come inside as it was late. Me being a teenager, I gave her the give me 5 minutes line multiple times and kept talking. I remember complaining about her to my friend, how she was annoying me etc etc. At some point I started hearing my name being called again, only this time it was more of a loud whisper, like when you are quietly trying to get someone's attention. I distinctly remember saying to my friend something along the lines of, oh my god she's yelling at me again. Kept talking. A few moments later, heard my name being called again, ignored it, kept talking. Again, a few moments later, and also heard, Come over here.
2: I turned what around. I'm, I'm, you're, you're slowing your words, and I'm, I really want to hear every detail. you okay. know what I mean? Just, just slow. No. slow down. Slow right. down.
0: Take your time. It's good though.
2: <coughs> so, go back
0: yeah, No, 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 yeah. no, 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 it's, it's okay. Uh, that's, uh, again, a few moments later, I also heard, come over here. I turn around and realise the front door was closed. I know, I thought it was odd, but not enough that it really registered, so I said bye to my friend and headed inside. I get inside and my parents had just gotten in bed. I complained to my mum that she didn't have to keep yelling at me.
2: So, she was, was she outside? Yeah. Okay.
0: She didn't have to keep yelling at me, she could have just allowed me to finish my call. To which she responded that she hadn't stuck her head outside in like an hour. Mm, Odd. Mm. Cut to hours later. It was around two a.m. and I was in my room watching Evil Dead, which is a just a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, great horror
2: movie. If you guys don't uh, don't know what that is, really good.
0: And then she got up, headed to the kitchen to make some ramen. What's ramen?
2: Noodles. Oh. Yeah, lovely. Nice. Lovely. Really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She gets up Makes her noodles um, And her mum Heard her In the kitchen And yelled From the bedroom To make sure The front door Was locked Before she went to bed Okay I've just realised I've changed I've gone Third person First person Doesn't matter So I'm gonna I'm go back following. To first person Yeah I'm now. still
2: following So she's been outside She heard her name call her She thought it was her mum But her mum wasn't even outside They to go her Out the window Now she's gone back inside Watched the evil To make some ramen and her mummy said, make sure you, you lock the door. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, cool. Now,
0: I walked out of the kitchen and headed to the front door, making sure it was locked. The front door was one of those that had an oval of frosted glass in the centre so that you could see through it clearly in tiny sections. Others were frosted, so you couldn't. Say that again. I
2: do.
0: So, the front door, it's got like an oval glass bit. Yeah. And you know how it's like, some bits will be clear to see through, some bits are like, frosted over like a Pattern. Yeah. pattern okay, yeah Yeah. anyway I did what I normally did and looked through one of the tiny clear sections and habitually looked at the street lamp at the end of the driveway kind of like when you go to close the blinds you just, you just look you outside look. Yeah. yeah you take a yeah. look
2: to see if anyone's yeah. staring at you yeah. you know it's, it's, it's a routine thing yeah, yeah. it's just natural yeah, yeah. of course yeah.
0: however I couldn't see the street lamp for a split second I thought maybe the light had went out until whomever was, was standing on the other side of the glass moved to the side
2: oh.
0: I fucking hightailed it to my parents room waking my dad and telling him what had happened he got out of the bed with my mum grabbed a bat and went outside to check they didn't find anything I turned on all the lights, nothing creeped out, I go to bed then the next morning I wake up and head to my car for school the driver's side door was slightly ajar. I figured i just moronically left it open or something the night before. Moron. And just got in and went to school.
2: The car door was open?
0: Yeah. So she, and then she just got in and went to school. Yeah. School ends. She, I get home to find a police car in my driveway. Apparently someone had broken into our garage overnight and stole all my dad's tools and anything else of worth. Scumbags. Not only that, the person had robbed several other homes on our block over the course of the past week. Scary shit to realise that whoever it was, was literally hiding somewhere around my house, baiting me while I was on the phone. And then hours later, I was still outside looking in through the front door.
1: That's it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Pretty scary.
0: That guy just watching her on the phone. It's more of a
2: thriller than a horror. Um, Yeah, that is weird. Is that and that's true? Supposedly, yeah, yeah. It's more. It's scary that it's true. Mm. Um, but because it's like actually someone, I find it less scary. Right. I find things that are more. Uh, story wise, so you anyway. have to think about if more. you watch a movie that's a thriller, like Halloween, for example, yeah, and, you know, with that uh, guy with the mask, Mike Myers, mm. it's going to be scary because it's jumpy. But if you tell someone a story like that that's true, then that's like, oh, it's just some fucking criminal, do you just know
0: what I mean? Some random geezer, yeah. But if you, I see
2: if you look, if you read a story about like something that like someone that haunted the house. Yeah. Then that's fucking scary. I see. You know what I mean? To, uh, as, as see, a I
0: find real stuff more scary. So if I'm watching, yeah, say, like yeah, yeah. Mike Myers, I'm like, oh, it's just Mike Myers on the big screen. But if there's a guy actually there, like, come over here. And he's like lurking outside.
2: Yeah, but he says a Mike Myers in real, life, real past,
0: life. Oh, yeah, obviously.
2: Yeah. But I know that. I'm talking more paranormal stuff. Right. Paranormal true stories. True paranormal stories—they like fuck me up, okay. like really, really bad. Yeah, and I think I probably will tell the other one later on. That came from Netflix. If guys don't know what hor- uh, haunted is on Netflix, it's a show where every episode is like a twenty-minute story, true story of someone who's telling their family for the first time a family haunting. Oh. Um, but there was something I used to—I uh, used to look at my friend Kennedy. Um, it was like, a, um, and this guy worked for. BuzzFeed or Reddit. Right. One of the ones. One of the, one of the two. But basically he had this thing haunting his house and it was called David. And um it looked like this. Like that. Right. Um, i just i up to the screen, I have to edit that in. It's just a little baby with a dent in his head. Um and what he did every now and then he updated his Twitter <laughs> with updates. Mm. So every time I'd see Kennedy she'd give me like an update and oh, i like right. read through it and it was like fucking scary because it's a true story and I mean you can just see how long it goes on for because I was going to read it today but this is like a my big Twitter feed that's been going on for like a year.
0: What was it like? Dear David.
2: That's, it's like, is that how I think H he's Twitter called Twitter Dear David. Started. That's
0: like,
2: yeah. I think that's his name, Dear David. What would he like to tweet about? Just stuff that's going on in the apartment. Um, things that are moving like, just weird shit, and then like he takes pictures and Polaroids and stuff, and it's like oh, okay. you know, He's in the bedroom, and it's like, yeah, I don't know if it's real or not. People don't know if it's real. Mm. Um, things like an internet sensation thing, mm. but again, he works for Reddit. I it could
0: it could or, quietly. Speak. I think it probably is fake, yeah. but it's it
2: was it's something that is it's something that's nice. It's still spooky. To keep updated with, still, just a
0: little spooky.
2: Yeah, I can't go it's through it now. Um, it's, it's, it's far too long.
0: Um, I think it's about time for. The Hooked story A couple weeks ago Hooked What hooked. did we do? Hooked. We did, did Annie, Annie 96 It's typing Six This week we're doing Hooked which is an app Yeah It isn't sponsored Believe it no, or not No Hooked,
2: it's just, it's hooked um, is good I see it advertised and stuff um, Annie 96 of typing is typing a really famous you know Really? Loads of people have done videos online on them, oh, wow. like reaction videos. We didn't even know. Did you even know? Original content for you guys. That's um, what we do. But I, enjoy, what I what enjoyed a type. And I thought it was a, it was a good one. Yeah, it's um, quite
0: different. So uh, let me just reset the camera. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
2: What, what, what I should talk about? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I'll, I'll just quickly talk about um, the makeshift pod logo, which you can see on the screen now. Um, it's a. Uh, I didn't really talk about it before, but in the background, and you can we're, back. See, we're back. We're back.
0: We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. I had something. As you soon know. as I could. That's you just. It. Yeah, I know. All right. Flatten it so it doesn't move. Okay. Just.
2: Scott's got a new iPhone. Yeah. And it's really big.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Look at the two together.
0: Look at the two. Best friends. Buddies.
2: Right. Buddies. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Hooked. Yes. I'm actually quite looking forward to this. So am I. If they're good, we could do another one. Um, let me just uh, put the screen recording. Three, two, one. So you can sync it up. Ah, smart. Yeah?
1: That's smart. What am I? I'm All a right. good guy.
0: Now it turns out we can actually choose. So well, we can choose... Should, we, should I just scroll it at random and see? Well, see, see what they're called. Uh, so we've got Blabbermouth. We've got blood on the shore. Hang on, what is blubber mouth? Oh my god! All right. Oh, wait, oh. let me go to Halloween actually. Uh, oh, sorry, horror. Oh god. Oh, how? how oh,
2: so how do you do it? So you just swipe along the bottom like
0: that. Oh no way! Like that. Look at this. So I'm teaching him how
2: to use an iPhone. All right. right. And then to get multitasking. Yeah, I, I, know. I, I knew that. Like oh, yeah, you can literally
0: just swipe right. along the bottom. All right. See, I was trying to all figure out right. how to do that. Yeah. Cheers, man. It's alright, bro. I've all got right. you. Okay. Uh, what? what just a doll. Just the, the old house Can you like Drive through That's
2: awesome Thank you
0: Don't no. go to school The neighbours Bullies so that's like The, the clowns of Intruder so We I sort of did say. that With the only 96 thing Smiley face mm. That's quite good um, Oh dude. my god Johnny. Johnny
2: Oh my god Ronnie
0: <laughs> That produces. Dentist good. Taken Peeping Tom Peeping Tom Cade Scott. What? Cade Scott. We're we doing peeping tom. What? Oh, like you, Cade Scott? You you mentioned you you I don't know. Peeping Tom, I think that's really creepy, peeping Tom. What, what is peeping tom? It's like when you're like when someone's like stalking you and they're like outside your house watching you. That's a peeping tom.
2: Okay, we'll come back to it. I want something, imagine a new friend. There's shit like this, like camping trip. That looks cool.
0: Let's flip and send it, bro. Yeah? 420,000 people Have seen this stuff. You know
2: what We should do it Can you not do it Where it's like In No nah. Okay That's fine Okay
0: um, this This guy. Do you want to be dad Or should I be dad I'll be dad Hey Cole <laughs> I don't see my mask off
1: Hey dad I'm Cole Yeah You're dad yeah. Okay
2: How's my favourite camper Everything there alright
1: We're all about to turn in For the night
2: How would you like Your first day hated it. What? How could you hate it? I had so much fun when I was there at your age.
1: It's not fun at all.
2: Not fun? Why?
1: Food is crap. My legs are sore. And all the older campers are assholes. I don't know how I'm American.
2: Watch your language, son.
1: The older campers keep saying it.
2: Well, you know your mother wouldn't like that language, so don't use it once you're back in the
1: house. Okay. Is that creepy old cabin on the other side of the lake still there? Yeah, we passed it by. We passed by it as we were canoeing to the campsite. Hmm.
2: You wouldn't believe the stories about that
1: thing. The councillors mentioned something. Some of them, I think. The lake is a bit creepier, though. I think. What do you mean? Why? One of the campers drowned there first time as ago well, <laughs> he was out there swimming by himself when no counselors were around. The weird part is they never found a body even though they searched the whole lake. Oh, darn. <laughs> That's such a dad response. Oh, darn.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds like a spooky campfire story. We already told those and they were dumb. True stories is scary to me. I'm actually cold. Yeah, yeah. Well, you stay safe there, okay, buddy? I will, Dad. Don't worry. Hada boy. I'll talk to you in the morning, okay? Sounds good. I hear you improvise with the, the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we love you, miss you call. We'll see you in two weeks. Night, Dad. Wait, <laughs> this was actually a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, are you awake? <clears throat> Dad. What is it? Are you okay? (sighs) Something really messed up just happened. What? All of the camp counselors are gone. And their beds are bloody. Like someone dumped a bucket of blood onto the blankets.
2: (laughs) Cole, you need to call the police right now. This is serious. Do you hear me? What's happening there?
1: Everyone's freaking out.
2: Has anyone called the police?
1: Yeah, someone already dead. They told us to stay put and that they'll be here soon.
2: The nearest police station is an hour away. Forget what I remember. From what? <laughs> Sorry, I went dyslexic. <laughs> For, forget what I. I think you're really. I got confused. Thinking you're out of shot a little bit. I don't um, think yeah, leave it there. <laughs> um, just tell me when it's my turn. Okay.
1: From what I remember, some of the kids are talking about grabbing the flashlights and running into the woods. The flashlights. The flashlights or the flashlights? What did I... What? You
2: don't know what a flashlight is, son. Oh, the, the flash. The flashlight.
1: Definitely the flashlight. All right. Um,
2: well, don't leave the campsite, Cole. Stay exactly where you are until the police arrive, okay? Do you hear me?
1: They're leaving right now. Stay put. Do not follow them. I'm serious, Cole. Okay, Dad. What do you think happened to those counselors? Do you think it could have been an animal or something? It's just weird that their bodies are nowhere to be found. I don't know, Cole, but just remain calm. The place will be there soon. I'm really freaked out, Dad.
2: I know, son. Keep your head down
1: and breathe in and out. They're screaming coming from the woods. Don't go in there. Sounds like they're being hurt or something. Like they're being attacked.
2: Cole, listen to me. The number one pro- priority right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What the fuck? <laughs> we have to wait fifteen minutes
2: <laughs> to carry on the story.
1: Fifteen minutes. Oh, what the fuck? Seven days free. Oh my god. Hmm. <laughs> we'll be back in fifteen minutes.
0: Yes. Maybe. Oh. Nah. We'll just cut. Yeah. We'll just. we
2: have to cut. What the fuck? The number one priority right now is for you to
1: remain safe. Tell me everything that's going on around you right now. We're all huddled together. Okay. People are crying and really scared. Some kids are running away. Dad, i am I going to die?
2: No, son. You're not going to die. I'm so sorry. I thought it was going to be bigger. You're not going to die. Nothing's going to
1: happen to you. Something's coming out of the woods. Find someplace to hide and stay there. I repeat, stay there and do not
2: move at all.
1: Okay. I just crawled underneath a the bed. They're screaming coming from the campsite. I think whatever it is that came out of the woods is here now. Oh my god, it's about to come into my tent. I can hear it.
2: Don't make a peep. I can't see, Matt. Whatever you do, stay as silent as still as possible. Cole, Cole, is it gone?
1: Dad, I think I'm gonna be sick. What was it? I don't know. Its feet looked human, but it was making this noise that didn't sound anything like anything I've ever heard. Like a death rattle.
2: Oh, Death Bradley should have just said so. It's my cousin Jim. Oh, fuck me, Jim.
1: Dad, I need to get out of here. Stay underneath that bed, Cole. Want to get out of here? You're gonna get. You're gonna endanger yourself. Please, just be patient. No, Dad. I don't want to stay here for one more minute. I feel so sick. What are you going to do? <laughs> what the hell <laughs> did I just say? Where are you gonna go? I'm gonna find my way back to town and find help. Cole, please stay underneath that bed. Please. No. <laughs> I'm already in the woods. God damn it. I'm getting out the way we came in. Well, you're fucked, Cole. You're fucked. <laughs> but what about the thing you saw?
2: Whatever it was. You don't see it anywhere? It's just me right now. Okay,
1: but please keep texting me so I know you're alive. Okay. Branches keep getting in my eyes. You fucking asshole. It's really quiet in here. God damn it. I'm at the lake now. I hope you're not thinking of crossing it. I'm a good swimmer. Oh my god. No, Cole! I need to cross it, Dad. It's the only way I can get help.
2: We wouldn't do that. Yeah. see that. <laughs> Cole, do you hear... Oh, god damn it. Oh god, so Just put it on. Do not disturb. Okay, okay. that works. Uh, uh, Just leave it. It'll uh, they'll die away. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cole, um... I can't read. Cole, do you hear me? Don't you dare swim across that lake. Cole, answer me if you're there. Oh god, the fucking asshole. Cole, please be
1: okay. Dad, I'm fine. Thank god. You scared the living daylights out of me. Sorry, I'm about to pass by that cabin. Wait. What? There's a death rattle coming from the woods. Death rattle?
0: Call, call.
2: Scary, scary. <laughs> the death rattle. <laughs> so you died. We don't know that. You went fifteen minutes for that. They didn't. the no, yeah. Yeah. But we did. Yeah. I, I tried using TikTok in the meantime,
0: and yeah, didn't M well. Think, did it? No. 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 I ended up getting quite angry. That's a shame.
2: But I'll, t- I'll talk about a story that um, if you guys have watched the Netflix show Haunted, then you're probably going to um, be bored because this is the first episode. Um, and before I before I say anything, I had a chat with my brother, who is a avid watcher of the podcast. And one of the things he said is that I'm always getting details wrong of certain things. He didn't say, oh, but you correct yourself. He just said that I get details wrong because I never claimed to be... An, an expert in anything. But when I'm talking about something and I have to give you details, I'll always say might not be right. So just to please Alex Dunmore, this story might not be 100% completely accurate, but it is true. And it is from the Netflix special Haunted, which you can find on Netflix. So we're going to... I don't know what the guy was called. We're going to call him Johnny. So Johnny was a uh, little six-year-old boy. Um... Little six-year-old boy, and he was quite poor. With his, uh, I, I, I don't know any of the places. Dude, just sit, sit the fuck down. I need, so, I need some, need some company. every come on. You, you can drink when you're sitting down. Thanks, man. I'm back. Thanks. We're back. We're back. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this guy. Because oh, I want you to listen. you I know? Mean, I want you to know. I want you to yeah, understand yeah, yeah. what's going on. I'm, look, I'm in the room. You okay? I'm making a lot of noise. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> you, when you stay still, it's fine. So, um, yeah, this guy, we're going to call him Johnny. Johnny. It was quite poor and they were always moving. They were always moving. Always moving to apartments. Just nomads. Um, Not even apartments, just I'm not sure if they were homeless or not, but they were very, very, very poor. And this family, Mm. so it was a mum and dad and this little boy, moved into this apartment. Yeah. And as they walked in, people were staring at them. Right. But not as if to say, you shouldn't be here. Right. But just to be like, there were there were okay, you know, not concerned. Just okay, just looking weirdly.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, um, but they they went in there, and um, this little boy Johnny, he he had this little bedroom, and there were some closets. Okay, a bit like these, All right. a bit like these closets, but they were open like normal doors. Yeah. Okay. So two like wooden doors on the closet. And it was yeah. like a big, bigger place where uh, you hang your clothes. Mm, mm, yeah. And um, for the first few nights, um, he'd be lying in his bed, and he'd hear the closet doors. Okay. he'd hear the closet doors um, and they'd be open in his bed
0: well that's surely yeah. he closed them for he so, went to sleep. Um,
2: oh. Yeah, oh they were already closed uh, yeah. but he heard them in his sleep when he woke up and they were open that's so odd. then he'd get up and just shut them Okay, and it kept on happening so eventually what some he did some strong wind or? yeah well <laughs> Happened for a few nights. Okay. Um, every single night. And then what he did, he tied... He, he, he made sure they were shut. So just... Um, I'm not sure if he locked them or something, or if there was a lock. Um, yeah. But there was big... Um, and then they opened. Okay. One night, this kept happening. And every night, he'd have to get up and shut them. I'm That's not sure how long this happened for. maybe a few nights. Very annoying. Yeah. Very annoying, yes. There was one night where... Um, he had this dream, and he Ooh. saw himself. It was like an out. It was like an out-of-body experience. He saw himself walking towards his big bathtub. I
0: see. Okay.
2: Right. Um, and he was walking towards his big bathtub, just complete black, and one bathtub. And um, in the water, he was walking up towards it. And the, the, the more he walked up towards the bathtub, the water was like red, like blood. And there was a boy standing there. And then he got up close towards the boy. And when he was right behind the boy, the boy covered in blood turned around, and it was him. Him oh. was covered. He was himself was covered in blood, oh. just staring at him, uh, himself.
0: Oh, God.
2: And then he woke up. And then the next night, the closets opened again. Yeah. But when he looked up, they weren't just the closets. Inside, there was a woman. Hanging (gasps) in the closet. Oh my! After hanging herself, goodness, just hanging and her eyes opened like this. (coughs) And just stared at him, just stared at him, and he was petrified. Of course, just that's terrifying. Just hanging like that, and this happened for a few nights. Every single night, Johnny man. Yeah, every single night. The closet doors would open. And and she'd be there.
0: Why 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 are you still sleeping in that room? Well, this is why. Because little
2: Johnny tried to tell his parents. He went to his dad and his mum in there, and his dad had a bit of a drinking problem, and um, he went up there to his dad, told his dad, and his dad just, no. Uh, <sighs> Don't you talk about this family like that? Don't you? Don't you put all this curse on this family? Blah blah blah. Uh, just, just shut up. No one believes you. Just shut the hell up. But,
0: but little Johnny. I
2: know, I know. Well, this is what little Johnny thought. Six years old, Johnny. Oh. Anyway, he goes to bed. Next night, closet door is open, and surprise, surprise, it's uh, little old Mary hanging herself again. And then eyes go. But then she goes. Drops down, <sighs> drops down on the floor. Right. And then she goes, <coughs> crawls towards him, crawls towards him, crawls towards him. Crawls towards, Johnny, towards him. Like, run, Johnny, run! And she's going at <coughs> like this. And this is a true story. This is, this six-year-old boy is seeing this. Right. It became a nightly routine. Uh, so he just hide under his covers and eventually it would go away. Okay. But this happened every single night. Six years.
0: Six years. Six years. Turns Twelve.
2: Six years. Eventually, I'm just trying to get the timeline right. Hang on. <sighs> okay. because um, they. Oh, uh, but uh,
0: uh, um, yeah. How you take your time, in um, um, don't know. Yeah, no. Eventually, wrong. they moved out the apartment. Right.
2: Yeah. Eventually, they moved out the apartment six years later six years later okay and he said thank god we're going and getting away from this all as they go out the receptionist said i'm surprised you lasted that long and they all they said why they say they all knew they all knew apart from little johnny he was like why why but the mum and dad were like turns out a woman killed two of her children in the bath of that apartment Drowned him. Well, they might have slipped themselves blood in the bath. And then hung herself in the closet that Johnny slept in. One week before they moved into that apartment. They had to replace the carpets just before Johnny and his family moved in. And everyone knew this. The landlord, the mum, the dad. They didn't tell Johnny. Little Johnny. So why did they shut him down when he... When he, uh, right, when he told him Probably because They were very poor And that's the only place They could afford yeah, And yeah. that the parents Didn't want to be kicked out Because of the fact That there were yeah. complaints By his son
0: Yeah
2: You know probably. Anyway Doesn't stop there Carries on They move away To a quite a nice suburban place oh um, And he meets a friend Johnny meets a friend Ah uh, Woman's gone by the way Just Okay Just gone Um Just happened Just, just gone um, Been a couple oh years gosh. And uh, he's riding a bike with his so friend. Sorry, I'm just getting shivers up my it's all right. spine. da Johnny, I'm on a bike with my friend, buddy, and um, sees a woman again, just standing in the road in the dark. Oh no! And he's staring at her. He's staring at her. He's staring at her. Staring at her he gets hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking Gets hit by a car. Right, he's, Johnny, he's, he gets yeah, hit. Johnny, because he's seen it. He was there in the road in the yeah, bike. Yeah. He sees the woman. He's, he's, he's you know, he, he's stunned. So he gets he's... hit and uh, he's with his friend Buddy so Buddy takes Johnny home to his, to his, to his mum's house oh, okay. and they go and Buddy's going Mum, Mum we need to get Johnny to a hospital we need to get Johnny to a hospital and the mum is just staring blank looking at, just looking at a blank wall blank face no emotion. this so is Johnny's mum? no this is Buddy's mum
0: oh
2: so he's gone. Johnny's gone to his friend's mum right because Buddy wants to get
0: yeah, help yeah
2: because so they'd live closer than right, Johnny right, right. and the mum just goes looked up Johnny you should be dead. You should be dead. You should be dead. You
0: should be dead.
2: Like that. Bit weird. Bit weird. Little bit. Anyway, Johnny goes home. <laughs> what? Johnny goes home because it was just a bit weird to the left. And Johnny um, survived. Johnny's, John, alive. Johnny's the car. Johnny's mum took him to hospital. Right. You know, they, their mum was like, so, Buddy was like, "Oh so, God, don't, don't it's the idea that yours.
0: Buddy's mum got possessed." Well, we we'll um
2: But again she didn't the woman didn't turn up for a few more weeks or months or whatever Jeez. and then she kicked in and then she turned up again in his house um, so he had no choice you don't need to change the camera again he had no choice he had no choice but to run away so he ran away from his parents and uh, he'd stay at a place one night at a time and the woman didn't show up for a few years um, and then he came out Of his apartment it was For me it was his job mm-hmm. He had worked in like A food restaurant uh-huh. A fast food place Yeah And he came out And just saw the woman Standing in the car park He thought he outrun her Oh no She was just Johnny. standing In the car park <laughs> And he fainted Um ambulance was called And Ooh, he died For two minutes Or something like that Like a split second maybe. Okay He died Just A, sh- a, and then sh- they go, a brief death They go
0: <laughs>
2: Clear <laughs> And he wakes up again He lives um and so after this johnny's theory was that the woman who hung who killed both her kids in that apartment right must have thought johnny the little boy was one of her little boys that she thought she killed so this woman who hung herself was like oh my god you need to die again i thought i killed you you need to die that's why she kept on trying to kill him right as a as a spirit as a a, like that okay and when she when he finally got uh, that's why when they went to buddy's house when he got hit by the car Uh that's why he believes the woman took over buddy's mother possessed her and was talking through his friend's mum, saying you should be dead because i tried killing you in the bath yeah and you're still alive but you should be dead you know and then because he died for that split second when he fainted he Aye. collapsed when he felt he died his heart stopped the woman thought that he was dead so she was at ease again Aye. but she's come back oh, and when the oh, guy's telling oh, his story again. literally a few nights ago he was like oh yeah I see you all the time it's mental isn't it
1: so how did they how's, how was this
2: shot so it's shot um in like a old because I was picturing old big living room old, old I'm picturing living it's room. just like...
0: It's reconstructed yeah yeah uh, so i'm expecting it just that's all it is a like, reconstruction and then before it's like based on a true story so based on a
2: true story and then what it is is this bit, so the guy is there himself the real uh-huh. guy johnny okay. that's not his real name but anyway he's sitting he's just like an old not like an old man but like a 50 year old man yeah um and he's got his one of his close friends he's got his daughter uh-huh. um yeah he's got whatever oh by the way when he ran away he went away with his girlfriend and he okay. his wife just just it doesn't matter. A little side note. Um, but, yeah. So he's sitting there and he's telling everyone. So it's him narrating it. Okay. So he's telling his family for the first time ever. Okay. Bear in mind. A fucking, it's a bit fucking... It's a like, bit... Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's his whole family and close friends. Wow. And this is it every episode. And every time... When he's talking, they'll be like... When he's talking about something that happened in the story, it will cut to a shot of, like, they have, like, a young actor in a bed and right, the whole woman true. is reconstructed and everything. yeah, yeah. And then they change setting to when they move out the apartment. Okay, it's like there's a suburban there. Okay, you, okay, you, okay. you see the car crash. Yeah. Um, but you don't see that you should be dead. but that bit isn't reconstructed. Uh, he he reenact that himself. No, he didn't say it like that. But he just said, "You should be dead. You should be dead." Like I so said, she repeated oh, okay. it. Um, and uh, every now and then, the family will ask questions. And so his long, like his long-term friend, was like, "Was this the last time you saw her?" Hmm. And he was like just a few nights ago I think it was a few nights
0: ago
2: yeah still there I think that's a really really good story I think it's really scary to watch yeah I really recommend watching it
0: I'll probably watch Go to Bed tonight yeah
2: it's really good really really good and you'll probably find there were some details that I missed or didn't get right but that's like the main yeah that's spooky of the story
0: bloody spooky I can't go over Buddy's mum just being possessed like that it's crazy and then just everyone moving on I like, oh, she just spun his yeah. mum. Well, they
2: might have mentioned what, what happened afterwards, but I didn't remember. Um, watched that one with Laura. She didn't like it. I can imagine. She didn't tell me at the time. Yeah, yeah I loved it. She really didn't like, like it because like she was scared or she yeah. was bored? Pussy. <laughs> <Well, okay>. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> No, but um No, because when the girl was moving towards the uh, Johnny, like, all the bones were clicking, Laura was like, oh, that's not my back when I click my back. And I was like, oh. Cool I thought she was making a joke of it So I thought she was alright oh, Right But she was saying that To in the mood apparently Because oh, she was, she was like Shitting it well, I was uncomfortable like, <laughs> watching it But it was sick Yeah, yeah I really recommend it dude Yeah I
0: will Dead Dead That leaves me with The final story Uh huh Now this story Is called No End House <laughs> Uh, I just found it randomly, I I stumbled across it this morning and it's quite a long one Okay So um, I'm going to reset the camera again Yeah sure, yeah, yeah, yeah And uh, we'll dive right into this sucker, so if you just... I I, I don't know what you'll talk about but I'm sure you'll figure it out Um, okay, um... Guys, if you haven't
2: already checked out our socials, you can find us on Instagram. Um, we do also have uh, a Twitter as well, which is Slacking, but uh, you know, it's active. So uh, you guys can check us out on there. Instagram, you can see lots of stories and things where we'll be behind the scenes shooting, this sort of thing. So make sure to go over there and check that out. Um, and make sure you subscribe, by the way. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or you are listening to this on Spotify, dude, I'm sorry. Spotify. Anchor or things like that. Head over to our YouTube channel, Vertical Visuals. Um it's not the one with 88 subscribers, unfortunately, it's one with about 16. But you count on there. 17. Okay, right, yeah. 17 subscribers. If you find us on there, it's a picture of me and Scott, um, or Scott and me, on the thumbnail. Check it out and subscribe for a weekly podcasts and every other
0: week. Videos. That's we great. Have, we have a That's lot lined up. That's great. That's a nice little promo. I like that. Thank you very much. Okay, so no end house. No in-house, baby. Let me start by saying that Peter Terry was addicted to heroin. Mad. We were friends in college and continued to be after I graduated. Okay. Nicely that I said, I. He dropped out after two years of barely cutting it. After I moved out of the dorms and into a small apartment, I didn't see Peter as much. We would talk online every now and then. There was a period where he wasn't online for about five weeks straight. I was worried. He was a pretty notorious flake and drug addict, so I assumed he just stopped caring. Then one night, I saw him log on. Before I could initiate a conversation, he sent me a message. David, ma'am, we need to talk. That was when he told me about the No End House. He got that name because no one had ever reached the final exit. The rules were pretty simple and cliche. Reach the final room of the building and you win $500. Ew! There were nine rooms in all. The house was located outside the city, roughly four miles from my house. Apparently Peter had tried and and failed. He was a heroin and who knows what the fuck addict. So I figured the drugs got the best of him and he wicked out a paper ghost or something. He told me it would be too much for anyone. That it was unnatural. I didn't believe him. I told him I would check it out the next night and no matter how hard he tried to convince me otherwise, five hundred dollars sounded too good to be true.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean pretty good to go for yeah. a haunted house. I
0: had to go. Yeah, of course. I set out the following night. When by, I arrived by himself? I believe so. Wow,
2: okay. Brave
0: guy. I believe, yeah. When I arrived, I immediately noticed something strange about the building. Have you ever seen or read something that shouldn't be scary? but for some reason a chill crawls up your spine. Yeah. I walked towards the building, and the feeling of uneasiness only intensified as I opened the front door. My heart slowed, and I let a relieved sigh leave me as I entered. The room looked like a normal hotel lobby, decorated for Halloween. A sign was posted in place of a worker. It read, Room one this way. Eight more follow. Reach the end and you win. I chuckled and made my way to the first door. The first area was almost laughable. The decor resembled the Halloween Isle of a Kmart. Basically
2: this. <laughs> yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> Complete with sheet ghosts and animatronic zombies that gave a static growl when you passed by. <laughs> 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 At the far end was an exit. It was the only door besides the one I entered through. I brushed through the fake spiderwebs and headed for the second room. I was greeted by fog as I opened the door to room two. The room definitely definitely upped the ante in terms of technology. Not only was there a fog machine, but a bat hung from the ceiling and flew in a circle. Scary. Scary stuff. They seemed to have a Halloween soundtrack that one would find in a 99 cent store on this loop. Is Halloween. This is This is It was the mash. It was the monster, monster mash. mash. He did the mash. It was a monster mash. I didn't see a stereo, but I guess they must have used a PA system stepped over a few toy rats that wheeled around and walked with a puff chest across to the next area. I reached the doorknob and my heart sank to my knees. I did not want to open that door. A feeling of dread hit me so hard I could barely even think. Logic overtook me after a few terrified moments and I shook it off and entered the next room. Logic overtook him. It's Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Room three is where things began to change. Here we go. On the surface, it looked like a normal room. There was a chair in the middle of the wood-planeled floor. A single lamp in the corner did a poor job of lighting the area, casting a few shadows across the floor and walls. That was a problem. Shadows. Plural. With the exception of the chairs, there were others. I'd barely walked in the door and I was already terrified. It was at that moment that I knew something wasn't right. I didn't even think as I automatically tried to open the door I came through. It was locked from the other side. That set me off. Was someone locking the doors as I progressed? There was no way I would have heard them. Was it a mechanical lock that set automatically? Maybe. But I was too scared to really think. I turned back to the room and the shadows were gone. The chairs of the shadow remained, but the others were gone. I slowly began to walk. I used to hallucinate when I was a kid. So I wrote off the shadows as a figment of my You're a drug
2: addict addict now, huh? (laughs) Hallucinating as a kid. (laughs) Being on those magic (laughs) rooms.
0: I began to feel better as I made it to the halfway point of the room. I looked down as I took my steps, and that's when I saw it. Or didn't see it. My shadow wasn't there. I didn't have time to scream. I ran as fast as I could to the other door and flung myself without thinking into the room beyond. The fourth room was possibly the most disturbing. As I closed the door... All lights seemed to be sucked out and put back into the previous room. I stood there, surrounded by darkness, not able to move. I'm not afraid of the dark; I never have been. But I was absolutely terrified. Me. All sights had left me. I I held my hand in front of my face, and if I didn't know what, I, and if I didn't know what I was doing, I would never have been able to tell. Darkness doesn't describe it. I couldn't hear anything. It was dead silence. When you're in a soundproof room, you can still hear yourself breathing. You can hear yourself being alive. I couldn't. I began to stumble forward after a few moments. My rapidly beating heart, the only thing I could feel. There was no door in sight. I wasn't even sure there was one this time. The silence was then broken by a low hum. Mm. I felt something behind me. I spun around, wildly, but could barely even see my nose. I knew it was there, though. Regardless of how dark it was I knew something was there The hum grew louder Closer It seemed to surround me But I knew whatever was causing the noise was in front of me Inching closer I took a step back I'd never felt that kind of fear I can't really describe true fear I wasn't even scared I was going to die I was scared of what the alternative was I was afraid of what this thing had in store for me Then the lights flashed for a second And I saw it Nothing I saw nothing, and I know I saw nothing there. The room was again plunged into darkness, and the hum became a wild screech. I screamed in protest. I couldn't hear this goddamn sound for another minute. I ran backwards away from the noise and fumbled for the door handle. I turned and fell into room five.
2: that's sound effects there.
0: That's yeah, no, good. Keep Thanks. going. Before I describe room five, you have to understand something. Okay. I'm not a drug addict. I've had no
2: history
1: oh, you're of drug abuse
0: I'm not a drug addict Okay, yeah, we, we get it You're also not gay Yeah, okay <laughs> I've had no history of drug abuse Or any sort of psychosis Short of the childhood hallucinations I mentioned earlier and those were only when I was really tired or just waking up. I entered the no house with a clear head. After falling in from the previous room, my view of room five was from my back. Looking up at the ceiling, what I saw didn't scare me. It simply surprised me. Trees had grown into the room and towered above my head. The ceiling in this room was a lot taller than the others, which made me think I was in the center of the house. I got up off the floor, dusted myself off, I took a look around. Is this true? I, 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 I don't know. I mean. Probably not. Probably not. I like it though. But, you know, whatever you, whatever you want it to be. You believe. I got up off the floor, dusted myself off and took a look around. It was definitely the biggest room of them all. I couldn't even see the door from where I was. Various brush and trees must have blocked my line of sight with the exit. Up to this point, I figured the rooms were going to get scarier, but this was a paradise compared to the last room. Mm. I also assumed whatever was in room four stayed back there. I was incredibly wrong. Oh, God. As I made my way deeper into the room, I began to hear what one would hear if they were in a forest, chirping bugs, and the occasional flap of birds seemed to be my only company in this room. (laughs) That was the thing that bothered me most. heard the bugs and the other animals but i didn't see any of them i began to wonder how big this house was from the outside when i first walked up to it it looked like a regular house it's definitely on the bigger side but this was almost a full forest in here the canopy covered my view of the ceiling sorry you could have saved that for a better moment if uh, it was like there was a creak in the floor <laughs> i sorry let me just hold my um, the canopy covered my view of the ceiling but I assumed it was still there however high it was I couldn't see any walls either the only way I knew I was still inside was that the floor matched the other rooms the standard dark wood panelling have you got a real image in your head right mm-hmm, now yeah I kept walking hoping that the next tree I passed would reveal the door after a few moments of walking, I felt a mosquito fly into my arm. I shook it off and kept going. What was that? He <laughs> shook you off. I shook it off. <laughs> A second later, I felt about 10 more land on my skin at different places. I felt them crawl up and down my arms and legs, and a few made their way across my face. I flailed wildly to get them all off, but they just kept crawling. I looked down and let out a muffled scream, more of a whimper to be honest. I didn't see a single bug, not one bug was on me, but I could feel them crawl. I heard them fly by my face and sting my skin, but I couldn't see a single one. I dropped to the ground and began to roll wildly. I was desperate. I hated bugs, especially ones I couldn't see or touch, but these bugs could touch me and they were everywhere. I began to crawl. I had no idea where I was going. The entrance was nowhere in sight and I still hadn't even seen the exit, so I just crawled, my skin wriggling with the presence of those phantom bugs. After what seemed like hours, I found the door. I grabbed the nearest tree and propped myself up mindlessly slapping my arms and legs to no avail. I tried to run, but I couldn't, my body was exhausted from crawling and dealing with whatever it was on me. I took a few shaky steps to the door, grabbing each tree on the way for support. It was only a few feet away when I heard it, the low hum from before. It was coming from the next room, and it was deeper. I could almost feel it inside my body, like when you stand next to an amp at a concert. The feeling of the bugs on me lessened as the hum grew louder. As I placed my hand on the doorknob, the bugs were completely gone, but I couldn't bring myself to turn the knob. I knew that if I let go, the bugs would return, and there was no way I'd make it back to room four. I just stood there, my head pressed against the door marked six, and my hand shakily grasping the knob. The hum was so loud I couldn't even hear myself pretend to think there was nothing I could do but move on. Room 6 was next and room 6 was hell. What do you think so far? Really good. Really <sighs> room 6. How many rooms are there? 9? Yeah. 9. I closed the door behind me. My eyes held shut and my ears ringing. The hum was surrounding me. As the door clicked into place, the hum was gone. I opened my eyes in surprise and the door I had shut was gone. It was just a wall now. I looked around in shock. The room was identical to room 3, the same chair and lamp, but with the correct amount of shadows this time. The only real difference was that there was no exit door, and the one I came through was gone. As I said before, I had no previous issues in terms of mental instability, but at the moment, I fell into what I now know was insanity. I didn't scream, I didn't make a sound. At first, I scratched softly. The wall was tough, but I knew that the door was there somewhere. I just knew it was. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Okay. I, I scratched at where the doorknob was. I clawed at the wall frantically with both hands. My nails being filed down to the skin against the wood. I fell silently to my knees. The only sound in the room: the incessant scratching against the wall. I knew it was there. The door was there. I knew it was just there. I knew if I could just get past this wall, you're right. Ooh. I jumped off the ground and spun in one motion. I leaned against the wall behind me and I saw what it was that spoke to me. To this day, I regret ever turning around. There was a little girl. She was wearing a soft white dress that went down to her ankles. She had long blonde hair to the middle of her back and white skin and blue eyes. She was the most frightening thing I had ever seen. And I know that nothing in my life will ever be as unnerving as what I saw in her. While looking at her, I saw something else. Where she stood, I saw what looked like a man's body, only larger than normal and covered in hair. He was naked from head to toe, but his head was not human and his toes were hooves. It wasn't the devil, but at that moment it might as well have been. The former had the head of a ram and the snout of a wolf it was horrifying, and it was synonymous with the little girl in front of me. They were were the same form, I can't really describe it, but I saw them at the same time, they shared the same spot in the room, but it was like looking at two separate dimensions. When I saw the girl, I saw the form, and when I saw the form, I saw the girl. I couldn't speak. I could barely even see. My mind was revolting against what it was attempting to process. I'd been scared before in my life, and I'd never been more scared than when I was trapped in the fourth room. But that was before room six. I just stood there, saying whatever it was that spoke to me. There was no exit. I was trapped here with it, and then it spoke again. David, you should have listened. When it spoke, I heard the words of the little girl. The other form spoke through my mind in a voice I won't attempt to describe. David, you
1: should have listened.
0: There was no other sound. The voice just kept repeating that sentence Over, over in my mind And I agreed I didn't know what to do I was slipping into madness Yet, couldn't take my eyes off What was in front of me I dropped to the floor I thought I'd passed out But the room wouldn't let me I just wanted it to end I was on my side, my eyes wide open And the form staring down at me Scurrying across the floor in front of me Was one of the battery powered rats from the second room The house was toying with me But for some reason, seeing that rat pulled my mind back from whatever depths it was headed and I looked around the room. I was getting out of there. I was determined to get out of that house and live and never think about this place again. I knew this room was hell and I wasn't ready to take up a residency. At first, it was just my eyes that moved. I searched the walls for any kind of opening. The room wasn't that big, so it didn't take long to soak up the entire layout. The demon still taunted me the voice growing louder as the form stayed rooted where it stood. I placed my hand on the floor, lifted myself up to all four and turned to scan the wall behind me. Then I saw something I couldn't believe. The form was now right at my back, whispering into my mind, oh I shouldn't have come. I felt its breath on the back of my neck, but I refused to turn around. A large rectangle was scratched into the wood, with a small dent chipped away in the centre of it. Right in front of my eyes, I saw the large seven I had mindlessly etched into the wall. I knew what it was, room 7 was just beyond that wall where room 5 was moments ago. I don't know how I had done it, maybe it was just my state of mind at the time, but I created the door I knew I had. In my madness, I'd scratch into the wall what I needed the most and exit to the next room. Room 7 was close, I knew the demon was right behind me, but for some reason it couldn't touch me. I closed my eyes, placed both hands on the large 7 in front of me. I pushed, I pushed as hard as I could, the demon was now screaming in my ear. It told me I was never leaving, it told me that this was the end, I was You're going to going die. I was going to it. live there in room 6 with it. I wasn't. I pushed and screamed at the top of my lungs. I knew I was going to push through the wall eventually. I clenched my eyes shut and screamed and the demon was gone. Mm. I was left in silence. <coughs> I turned around slowly I was greeted by the room as it was when I entered just a chair and a lamp. I couldn't believe it, but I didn't have time to well. I turned my back to the 7 and jumped back slightly. What I saw was a door. It wasn't the one I would scratched in, but a regular door with a large 7 on it. My whole body was shaking. It took me a while to turn the knob, I just stood there for a while, staring at the door. I couldn't stay in room 6, I couldn't, but this was only room 6, I couldn't imagine what 7 had in store. I must have stood there for an hour just staring at the seven. Finally, with a deep breath, I twisted the knob and opened the door to room seven. How long's left? Well, we're only in room seven. There's a minute left on the, the
2: camera. So. Okay, go on uh going to change that shit. What
0: are you thinking of? The
2: story? I'm gripped. Um I just hope the listeners are gripped as well because obviously it's going on for quite a while but I'm glad it's also our longest podcast ever at one minute and twenty-four um, I was hoping it
0: would
2: be one minute twenty-four sorry one hour twenty-four minutes so back in the room pat you down not making any noise today
0: go I stumbled through the door mentally exhausted and physically weak The door behind me closed and I realised where I was. I was outside. Not outside like room 5, but actually outside. My eyes stung. I wanted to cry. I fell to my knees and tried, but I couldn't. I was finally out of that hell. I didn't even care about the prize that was promised. I turned and saw that door i just went through was the entrance. I walked to my car and drove home, thinking of how nice a shower sounded. As I pulled up to my house, I felt uneasy. The joy of leaving no-end house had faded and dread was slowly building in my stomach. I shook it off as residual from the house and made my way to the front door. I entered, immediately went up to my room, There, on my bed was my cat, Baskerville. He was the first living thing I'd seen all night and I reached to pet him. He hissed and swiped my hand. I recoiled in shock as he had never acted like that, I thought, whatever, he's an old cat. I jumped in the shower and got ready for what I was expecting to be a sleepless night. After my shower, I went to the kitchen to make something to eat. I descended the stairs and turned into the family room. What I saw would be forever burned into my mind. However, my parents were lying on the ground, naked and covered in blood. They were mutilated to near unidentifiable states. Their limbs were removed and placed next to their bodies and their heads were placed on their chests, facing me. The most unsettling part was their expressions. They were smiling, as though they were happy to see me. I vomited and sobbed there in the family room. I didn't know what had happened. They didn't even live with me at the time. I was a mess, then I saw it. A door that was never there before. A door with a large eight scored on it in blood. The game's still going, baby. I was still in the house. I was standing in my family room, but I was in room 7. The faces of my parents smiled wider as I realised this. They weren't my parents. They couldn't be. But they looked exactly like them. The door marked 8 was across the room behind the mutilated bodies in front of me. Go into it. I knew I had to move on, but at that moment I gave up. The smiley faces tore into my mind. They grounded me where I stood. I vomited again and nearly collapsed. Then the hum returned. Mm it was louder than ever and it filled the house and shook the walls the hum compelled me to walk I began to walk slowly making my way closer to the door and the bodies I could barely stand let alone walk and the closer I got to my parents the closer I came to suicide the walls were now shaking so hard it seemed as though they were going to crumble but still the faces smiled at me as I inched closer their eyes followed me I was now between the two bodies a few feet away from the door The dismembered hands clawed their way across the carpet towards me, all while the faces continued to stare. New terror washed over me, and I walked faster. I didn't want to hear them speak. I didn't want the voices to match those of my parents. They began to open their mouths, and their hands were inches from my feet. In a dash of desperation, I lunged towards the door, threw it open, and slammed it behind me. Room 8 I was done. After what I had just experienced, I knew there wasn't anything else this fucking house could throw at me that I couldn't live through. There was nothing short of the fires of hell that I wasn't ready for. Unfortunately, I underestimated the abilities of No End House. Unfortunately, things got more disturbing, more terrifying, and more unspeakable in Roommate. I still have trouble believing what I saw in Roommate. Again, the room was a carbon copy of room 3 and 6, sitting in the usually empty chair was a man. After a few seconds that uh, of disbelief, my mind finally accepted the fact that the man sitting in the chair was me. Not someone who looked like me, it was David Williams. I walked closer. I had to get a better look, even though I was sure of it. He looked up at me, and I noticed tears in his eyes. Please, please don't do it. Please don't hurt me. What? I asked, ''Who are you? I'm not going to hurt you.'' ''Yes, you are. (laughs) You're going to hurt me, and I don't want you to.'' He sat in the chair with his legs up and began rocking back and forth. It was actually pretty pathetic looking, especially since he was me, identical in every way. ''Listen, who are you?'' I was now only a few feet from my doppelganger. It was the weirdest experience yet. Standing there, talking to myself, I wasn't scared, but I would be soon.'' Why are you? You're going to hurt me. You're going to hurt me. If you want to leave, you're going to hurt me. Why are you saying this? Just calm down, alright? Just try and figure this, and then I saw it. The David sitting down was wearing the same clothes as me, except for a small red patch on his shirt, embroidered with the number 9. You're going to hurt me. You're going to hurt me. Don't please. You're going to hurt me. My eyes didn't leave that small number on his chest. I knew exactly what it was. The first few doors were plain and simple. after a while they got a little more ambiguous. Seven was scratched into the wall, but by my own hands. Eight was marked in blood above the bodies of my parents, but nine? This number was on a person, a living person. Worse still, it was on a person that looked exactly like me. David? I had to ask. Yes, you're going to hurt me. You're going to hurt me. He continued to sob and rock. He answered to David. He was me, right down to the voice. By that nine, I paced around for a few minutes while he sobbed in his chair. The room had no door, and similarly to room six, the door I came through was gone. For some reason, I assumed that scratching would get me nowhere this time. I studied the walls and the floor around the chair, sticking my head underneath and seeing if anything was below. Unfortunately, there was. Below the chair was a knife. Attached was a tag that read, To David, from management. Feeling my stomach... The feeling in my stomach as I read that tag was something sinister. I wanted to throw up, and the last thing I wanted to do was remove that knife from under that chair. The other David was still sobbing uncontrollably. My mind was spinning into an attic of unanswerable questions. Who put this here, and how did they get my name? Not to mention the fact that as I knelt on the cold wood floor, I also sat in that chair, sobbing in process of being hurt by myself. It was all too much to process. The house and the management had been playing with me this whole time. My thoughts for some reason turned to Peter and whether or not he got this far. If he did, if he met a Peter Terry sobbing in this very chair, rocking back and forth. I shook those thoughts out of my head. It didn't matter. I took the knife from under the chair, and immediately the other David went quiet. David, he said in my voice, what do you think you're going to do? I lifted myself from the ground and clenched my knife in my hand. I'm going to get out of here. David was still sitting in the chair, but he was very calm now. He looked up at me with a slight grin. I couldn't tell if he was going to laugh or strangle me. Slowly, he got up from the chair and stood facing me. It was uncanny. His height and even the way he stood matched mine. I felt the rubber hilt of the knife in my hand, gripped it tighter. I don't know what I was planning on doing with it, but I had a feeling I was going to need it. Now, his voice was slightly deeper than my own. I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt you and I'm going to keep you here. I didn't respond. I just lunged and tackled to him to the ground. I mounted him and looked down, knife poised and ready. He looked up at me, terrified. It was like I was looking in a the mirror. Then the hum returned, low and distant. Though, I still felt it deep in my body. David looked up at me as I looked down at myself. The hum was getting louder and I felt something inside me snap. With one motion, I slammed the knife into the patch on his chest and ripped down. Blackness fell on the room, and I was falling. The darkness around me was like nothing I would experienced up to this point. Room 4 was dark, but it didn't come close to what was completely engulfing me. I wasn't even sure if I was falling after a while. I felt weightless, covered in dark. Then a deep sadness came over me. I felt lost, depressed and suicidal. The sight of my parents entered my mind. I knew it wasn't real, but I had seen it, and the mind has terrible d- trouble differentiating between that what is real and what isn't. The sadness only deepened. I was in room 9 for what seemed like days, the final room. And that's exactly what it was, the end. No end house had an end and I had reached it. At that moment I gave up. I knew I'd be in that in-between state forever, accompanied by nothing but darkness. Not even the hum was there to keep me sane. I lost all senses, I couldn't feel myself, I couldn't hear anything. Sight was completely useless here, I searched for a taste in my mouth and found nothing. I felt disembodied and completely lost. I knew where I was. This was hell. Room 9 was hell. Then it happened. A light. One of those stereotypical lights at the end of the tunnel. I felt ground come up from below me and I was standing after a moment or two of gathering my thoughts and senses. I slowly walked toward that light. As I approached the light. It took form. It was a vertical slit down the side of an unmarked door. I slowly walked through the door and found myself back where I started. The lobby of No End House. It was exactly how I left it. Still empty, still decorated with childish Halloween decorations. After everything that had happened that night, I was still wary of where I was. After a few moments of normalcy, I looked around the place, trying to find anything different. On the desk was a plain white envelope with my name handwritten on it. Immensely curious, yet still cautious, I mustered up the courage to open the envelope inside, was a letter, again, handwritten. David Williams, congratulations, you have made it to the end of No End House. Please accept this prize as a token of great achievement, yours forever, management. With the letter of five $100 bills. I couldn't stop laughing. I laughed what seemed like hours. I laughed as I walked to my car, and laughed as I drove home. I laughed as I pulled into my driveway. I laughed as I opened my front door to my house and laughed as I saw the small tent etched into the wood.
2: Yeah. Oh, God, dude. Fucking hell. That was intense. Yeah. Very intense. My end house. So that game is just never ending. It's just going to happen. He's just stuck in he's there just stuck. now. What about Peter? Peter just introduced him to the game. Peter didn't go in there? No. Oh, my God. Still got 500 pounds, though.
1: Yeah. Dollars.
2: So... He's loving life, mate. He still, still did pretty well. You know? Yeah, he's... What? Yeah,
0: 500 dollars. Fuck's though, man. Um. I got goosebumps. Legit. It's pretty spooky stuff, huh? Which room was oh, the scariest like for you?
2: Um, the room with the—I was gonna say the little girl, right or the one with the dead bodies on, or probably the, knife. the dead
0: parents. The, the uh, room nine. Oh, okay. No,
2: room eight. Where he's got the. Little yeah, body.
0: yeah.
2: I was doing some reenactions the
0: Yeah, I could see out the corner of
2: my eye. Yeah, yeah. I thought I had to. Involve myself as a uh, where I could. No, you did know? well. Thanks, man. I, I, I think you added out. to
0: definitely. Um,
2: yeah, we've been going for an hour and thirty six minutes. That is crazy. That is crazy.
0: Well, I think that's where we wrap up our Halloween special.
2: Yeah, it's been spooky. It's been a good one. It's
0: been funky.
2: Hope you guys have a Halloween.
0: Have a have a Halloween. Happy, have a Halloween. Have, said, a happy one. have a
2: Halloween. Have a happy Halloween. Have a safe Halloween. Make sure you don't take any edible marijuana yes. from many adult adults. And do not enter the no end house. If you see that about, just stay clear of it. Um, you all know what happened to David. Um, I don't know how he managed to write the story while still in the game, but it is what it is, you know? It's fiction, so, yeah. Or is it? <laughs> You're David. <laughs> Maybe that actually scared me a little bit. Well done. Thanks for watching, guys. Take care. Hope you enjoyed. Mad. Nah. <laughs>